Attention breweries. We know you pour your heart and soul into every batch of beer, but let's talk about growth. Expanding your tap room, upgrading equipment, or taking that next big step can be a financial challenge. Enter Honeycomb Credit. They're not just another lending platform. They let you tap into your community and have them invest in your success. Running a campaign on Honeycomb lets you engage with your loyal customers and passionate supporters. It's a chance to involve them in your journey while securing the funds you need to expand and thrive. With fair and flexible funding options tailored specifically for your brewery, Honeycomb offers more than just money. It's about building a stronger bond with your community and giving them a stake in your success. Tap into the power of your dedicated fan base and make your next growth phase a shared success story. Head to honeycombcredit.com and let's craft a campaign that raises the bar for your brewery while bringing your community even closer. Well, happy new year, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Taproom Success. Andrew Copeland, my good friend, how are you doing Gary, in the spring? I'm excited to be here. It's going to be a great 2024. And if someone's listened to this in 2025, it's going to be a great year, too. That's right. We try to put out information that's timeless, right? So whether, regardless of what year you're listening, you can find something useful. Um, and so today we're going to talk about taproom staff motivation metrics. So I think this, this topic combines a lot of our favorite things, obviously metrics, things you can measure and improve upon in your business. And then motivation, which is kind of that X factor is like, if you've got an idea, you want to implement it and measure it. Now, the only way it's really going to work is if we can execute it and have staff kind of get motivated and, and excited to uh, to make it happen. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I know you've put together what I think is a very interesting concept, a model uh, to kind of organize this. Why don't you tell us, maybe tee us up a little bit about on, on what this is and how people can use it. Yeah, over the past few years, Carrie, I've found that, you know, I talk motivation and metrics with so many breweries just like you do. And my go-to metric to monitor often when breweries are looking to engage staff, it's just monitor to go beer sales. You know, that's a favorite of mine, so I had to throw it in. So breweries will do like a to-go beer contest or, you know, see who can sell the most per shift or things like that. And it seems in many cases to be a one-time thing. We'll talk about it in November. They'll do it in November, then December, January roll around, and they're not monitoring any metrics. You know, it's easy to get people motivated one time, but how can you find additional metrics that get staff trying to be the best they can be all year round. So I've had it on my calendar to make a calendar to give taproom managers and owners, you know, just different metrics to consider throughout the year because motivation isn't a one-time thing. It's not you make a New Year's resolution, you work really hard in January and you give it up. No, you got to continue through. And, you know, another thing you and I love, we love atomic habits, you know, making these habits stick. And I just mentioned to you, I'm reading again this year because I want to stay motivated myself and find ways that I can make those little 1% improvements that really make a difference. And for taproom staff to actually, you know, have these habits stick. I think you need to understand the importance of metrics year round and, you know, how the data actually can play into, you know, making you a better 
you know, employee in the tap room, not just because you want to be a better advocate for the brand, but everybody's in the tap room to make more money, right? You're working at a brewery because probably you do love beer, but you also want to walk out with as much possible as you can. And there's these little tips and tricks that we talk about that we can monitor through these KPIs that we're going to dive into that help you make more money. And as managers and owners, you can use these things to keep your team more motivated. Yeah, I, I love that. It's And so much of this is about consistency, right? Doing consistently those things that should be done on a regular basis. And you're always looking for tools and ways to kind of make that stuff stick. Cause your point is well taken. It's like, maybe you come up with a good idea, you do it, it works really well. And then you're on to the next thing and, you know, maybe forget about that, but how do you sort of incorporate that into your routine? And so what, what we've got and what you're going to run through and we'll, we'll share with folks, um, is the 2024 Taproom Success um, Motivation Metric. So basically January through December, the metric to measure where you're going to get that information. So let's run through them. I mean, the first the first one we got on the list is the month of January. They, and then what are we going to measure here, Andrew? What Before we, we reveal that one, Carrie, I do want to point one thing out. You know, these are a lot of really strong metrics you can use to engage your staff but you have to train them. I mean, no, nothing can replace training. You have to give them the tools to actually do well at these metrics. So while we're going to talk a lot of metrics today, and we're not necessarily going to talk about, you know, how to train on them, you need to make sure you can motivate yourself to achieve these metrics, but also, you know, have the meetings where you're going over how to achieve them. Talk about the strategies they can use to be better and improve. And, you know, in Taproom Success, we do have a lot of additional content that can touch on these strategies. But going into January, and these are all, you know, randomized. I didn't put January here because I feel it's perfect for January. There are 12 metrics we can look at over the year in essentially a random order. So for January, I thought an important one is highest average tip percent. And one reason I like talking about the highest average tip percent is let's pretend that I'm consistently getting, say, 17.5% on my tabs. That's what people are tipping me. But Carrie, let's say you're getting 28%. Tipping percent correlates directly to engagement. So if you're getting a higher tip, that means you're engaging at a higher level. And as managers and owners, it's a good way for you to look at which of your team members doing a better job at building relationships with staff. And I think it is worth rewarding those who you see, you know, demonstrating that highest average tip percent, because I will also argue that those with the highest average tip percent are going to get to another metric we'll dive into shortly. They're probably going to have the highest average tabs as well. There are those engaged staff members who are going through all the actions that are going to better connect with the guests. So that's my metric for January, highest average tip percent. Mm -hmm. I like that too, because it's measuring a very specific and concrete thing. What's the highest, what's the average tip percentage, right? But if it ends, and if it ends there, okay, that's interesting. But you're saying it really correlates to something even bigger, which is customer engagement. And as we know, that's going to get people to come back more frequently and spend more money and tell people about, you know, your tap room and just kind of, kind of spread the word. So I like how it's more than, there's a lot more than just the number, right? It's, there's other one stuff. Of my going favorites. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Okay. So, so going in, I was like going into February, you know, I, I had to hit on one of my favorites to go beer sales. And for this to go beer sales one, 
I want to leave it up to the brewery to decide how you do it. You know, because some employees are going to work a couple shifts a week. Some employees are going to work full-time hours. So there's a lot of ways you could do a to-go beer sales metric. You could do whoever sells the most crawlers on a Saturday afternoon. You could do it based off how much you're selling per shift. You could do it of whoever's showing the most improvements in to-go beer sales. I do believe this is an important metric to dive into because it's going to get, you know, higher tabs, but it's also going to get your brand out the door. So really think about the best way you can engage your team in this one, whether it's, you know, whoever is selling the most, whoever is, you know, doing the most per shift. Think about the best way to get your team engaged on to-go beer sales. Nice. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I you hit us with the specifics and I'll kind of keep back backing up and thinking about this in the larger context of um, one of the things that gets challenging when you're running a business is that there seems to be like so many things that you need to keep track of. And you need to do them all at the same time and it can get overwhelming. So I think this system that you're sharing with us is kind of a way to break down this larger problem and organize it uh, so that it's more approachable. And furthermore, so that we're not reinventing the wheel every month, every quarter, every year. Right? We know the important things to do. We just need to do them on a regular and consistent basis. Um, and a lot of this is, is sort of pre-planning the whole year. Like we talk about, you and I talk about KPIs, metrics a lot and, and they're important, but if we organize them in a system like this, it makes it a lot more digestible, a lot more, you know, easy, easier to implement um, and, and hopefully less overwhelming. And I would recommend, you know, printing out this graphic, putting it on your wall, that way you see it. That way, you know, you do the highest average tip percent in January, but when February rolls around, you don't forget about it. You've been looking at this image for a month now. You know you need to move on to the next metric and motivate your staff. So for the rest of this list, we're going to gloss over a lot of it. And because you all can print this out and look at it, Carrie and I are happy to chat about it at any point. But you know, moving on to March and April, the couple of metrics we have there is, you know, wearing my secret hopper hat, we send mystery shoppers into breweries, you know, and there's a score attached to all these reports. And once again, it correlates really great to engagement. It's going to show which team members are going to engage at the highest level and it's some other components to it as well, like, you know, about your atmosphere and just really, you know, how well all the puzzle pieces are coming together. But motivating your team with the highest score can be a great way to get them a little bit motivated in a certain month. One thing that Carrie, you and I have talked about recently is like loyalty programs, reward programs, membership. It's so important to collect your guest email addresses. That way you can sign up. So offer some sort of contest perhaps in April to see who can get the most email signups. I think that's a really great one you can use. It's just stay in touch. Give people that reminder on a Friday morning to, hey, you know, we've got this going on this week. But in order to send them that email, you have to actually have their email address. So motivate them to sign up for your email list. And it can be done through a POS. POS, you know, allows people to put that in there. But then there's nothing that can replace the human component of saying, hey, Carrie, have you signed up for our email list yet? So just ask that question. And going to May, you know, May, I'm going to mix it up for you a little bit. Often we do say highest tab. That's not what we're going to do in May. We're going to do greatest increased percent in tab size. Because often... We can just motivate the rock stars to keep being rock stars. And if Carrie, you're a rock star and you're getting the reward every single month, it can be a little demotivating for everyone else. So consider giving some sort of reward recognition to the person who's showing the greatest increase in the percent in their tap size. So reward the people who are actually working harder versus those who are just, you know, consistently top performers. Then looking at June, 
you know, I think it's great to look at the metrics your POS system can give you, but you know, you've got a team and sometimes let your team decide who's really contributing. So perhaps in June, do a most valuable team player. You can put out some criteria for this if you want to give your team things to think about. But if you have 20 people in staff, Put it up for a team vote. And this isn't a popularity contest. It's for maybe whoever the team believes is pulling the most weight, the most helpful, the most team player, the one who's willing to step in and, you know, help someone pour a flight when they're in the weeds. I think getting your team the opportunity to recognize their own can be a really great metric to put in there. And, you know, going on to July, and once again, you can mix all these metrics up. If they don't align with the month you want to do, you know, mix them up any way you like. But July, you know, talking about, Food. I imagine many of you are now selling food in your tap rooms, whether it's simply a bag of chips to a full brew pub menu. Motivate your team by saying, hey, whoever offers, you know, can sell the most food this month is going to get some sort of bonus and track that using your POS system. So I think putting the emphasis on something that's not beer sometimes can, you know, get the tabs a little bit higher. But if people are eating a little bit more, guess what they're going to do as well, Carrie? probably going to drink a little bit more beer. So I think food, no matter when you're talking, whether you're talking January or July, it's a great metric to monitor. Got to have the food. It's important. Yeah. And this is good. I just kind of underscore, again, the kind of concept here is you're, you're taking all of these ideas, these um, things that you can implement, you're measuring them, and then you're breaking them out month by month. And I like the idea of sort of print it and put it up there where everybody can see it too, because it's a nice, simple infographic that's easy to read, um, but can really make a, a big difference if, you know, for focused on these things. And that's how, you know, that's half the battle too, is right. Is focusing on one thing until you, you know, achieve the success that you're looking for. Because very often we're like, yeah, you know, I want to focus on what Andrew's saying, but I've also got to focus on these 20 other things. You do. However, you're really not going to, we're not going to get any traction or any results unless we really kind of laser focus on, you know, that one important thing and breaking it down like this, I think makes it again, more, more approachable. And for all the metrics we're talking about today, you know, there's a few steps to the process. You need to give your team tools to be better at whatever we're talking, you know, give them the strategies to sell more to-go beer, give them the strategies to engage at a higher level. You know, each month when you're going to get with your team and talk about, Hey, this is what we're going to monitor. Tell them, you know, how they can do a good job at it. But also show them the data behind it. Say, hey, when you engage at a higher level, when you're going through the motions, you're building the relationship with the guests, when they're leaving and saying, wow, Carrie was amazing, let them know that that guest is going to spend 30% more versus when it's like, oh, geez, Carrie barely paid me any mind. Sorry to pick on you, Carrie, but you know, you know, when you can engage at a higher level, the difference is huge. Show your team how much more money they're going to make by doing these things and say, okay, for the next few weeks, this is what we're going to focus. And just don't tell them on January 1 that we're going to do it. You know, touch base, maybe put a scoreboard up each week, have a weekly meeting or a pre-shift meeting where you talk about, okay, here's how everybody's doing. You got to get them continually excited for it. And when the next month rolls around, you have to do it again. You want your team to be proud of hitting these metrics. You want the person who's the most engaged team member, which is also a great one you can reward for, to say, oh my gosh, you know, I feel so special. And it seems so, you know, rainbows and butterflies to just feel all special. But when you say, hey, you did a great job of engaging and building relationships with months, we're going to put your name on the wall. We're going to send your name out in the team newsletter saying, you know, you did a great job. We're going to recognize you. People like that recognition. So 
constantly talk about it with your team. And if they feel they're doing a great job, they're going to, you know, feel good about themselves. They're going to be happier. They're going to have higher tabs. It's a win, win for everybody. You know, even consider making them some sort of badge they can wear to brag to all the guests, a most valuable team member for the month of July. Wear it out there when they're serving the guests. Because if I'm served by someone wearing the tag that says most valuable member at so-and-so brewery, I'm going to feel like it's pretty cool that I'm getting the top server helping me out today. It's going to be an honor to be served by that person. So it can get everyone excited, not just, you know, your team, but it can also get your guests excited. So to go over a couple metrics, more metrics you can consider throughout the year. Let's pretend we're on September right now. We talked about highest average tip, but another one that you think about is greatest percent increase in tip percentage. Once again, if Carrie's just top performer every month, that's all fine and dandy. Carrie's doing a great job. But if Andrew's showing, you know, improvements in his tip percent, good for him for putting the work in and good for whoever for, you know, actually trying to be a little bit better because they're, they're going to see the percent increase in tip percent. Now, another one, you know, this one goes back to the highest performers. Highest average tab is a great one. The rock stars still need to be rewarded sometimes. So looking at highest average tab is a good one. One we haven't talked about that kind of is very similar to the food sales. Talk about merch sales. So many of you all in breweries are trying to sell more t-shirts, more coasters, more stickers, more cool swag. You know, get your team encouraging it. You know, when you have a guest from out of town checking out, say, hey, would you like to take a t-shirt with you? Just like you're up selling the to-go beer or the second pint. Say, hey, you know, I don't know when you'll be here next, but it seems like you had a great time today. Would you like to take the shirt home with you to celebrate this occasion? You know, get people excited to take home merchandise sales and reward your team members for selling the most merch. Because once again, people are going to tip on the merch as well. And the last one we put for December, and this is really subjective. It can be put to a team vote. Most reliable team member. You know, it could be based on attendance, the person who's most likely to, you know, never call out. But it could be a team member who you all vote on who's just super reliable, who we can all and we all probably know who that is, or it may, you know, vary from time to time, but put it up to a vote, let people vote on who they believe is the most reliable team member. But big picture, you, know, you need to mix up these metrics. You don't necessarily want to keep everyone always on their toes. You want to keep everybody motivated and excited to be an employee of your tap room and give them ways that they can re get rewarded, get them recognized, put this calendar on the wall and continually find ways to train them on how to achieve these goals, to be the best they can be, make a little more money and just have fun when working in your tap room. And Carrie, you know, Michael Varda and I, Mark, Michael of Craft Beer Advisory Services, we did an employee satisfaction report last year together. And one of the things that we found is, you know, there are motivating factors that keep your team happier to work in your tap room. And they're looking for more money. They're looking for ways to, you know, grow with your company. And they want to see that camaraderie with their team. And if you can hit all these things, those team members, they're going to stick around longer. You're going to have to retrain less people. Everybody's going to be making more money. It's a win on so many levels. And I'm off my soapbox now. I promise. <laughs> we, like, we like it when you're on your soapbox. This is great. So you've given folks 12 different metrics, where to find that information, and how to kind of organize that throughout the year. And I'll just go back and maybe underscore a few points you made earlier, which is... Um, we want to be able to make sure that people, it's sort of like if you think about like in journalism, you got the how, the who, where, what, why, and all those things. So you got to kind of tell people like, you know, what this is and, and how it works, right? You got to train them on what these numbers are and then give them the why in terms of why is this actually important? Why are you having me do this? So you write in that, 
that really sets the stage and sets the expectation. Like what, what's the point of this? Cause a lot of people are like, well, we're, we're just measuring this cause we're going to measure something. Well, no, these, this is the data behind it. This is how it's going to help the businesses. Here's how it's going to help, you know, your, your tips and whatnot so that everybody can win. Um, so you've given 12 for each month, but folks can brainstorm their own, right? I mean, they could take this concept and say, well, you know, I like this, this, and this, and that, this one really maybe isn't as relevant for us. So people could, could obviously substitute their own metrics into, into this list. No, yeah, absolutely. But like you mentioned a second ago, Carrie, it's very important to share with your team why these metrics are important and the benefits they can expect to see by striving to be the best they can be at each. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So I, lo I love the infographic. I think it's a great resource. So people can check that out, print it out, share it, implement it. Um, it definitely helps to organize beyond just the current month, right? You can really look at, you can always change it. I mean, if you if you go January through December and then you start rolling through the year and realize, oh, we, we actually have an issue over here. We've got to measure that thing and, and improve it. You know, you can adjust these metrics, but I think having this laid out gives you a nice roadmap. You know, it's a good time of the year to do this type of stuff as we flip the calendar and we're looking ahead and setting our goals and whatnot. Well, even if you're listening in June right now, say you've waited a few months to get involved, you know, you can still start. You don't have to say, I'm going to wait for the first of the year to begin this. Start right now. Put a time on your calendar each month to make sure you're reviewing the metrics. Put a time on your team member's calendar to talk about the metrics, train them on the metrics, motivate them on the metrics, and do it monthly. So people listening, if you're jazzed about this, you can check out the infographic. Um, and if you need a little bit more, you can take a look at our Taproom Success membership where Andrew and I meet every month with our members. We network with them. We do a mastermind meeting. We talk about all sorts of things, of course, including metrics. And it's always interesting to hear from different Taproom managers and owners, you know, what they're measuring and how they're doing it and how they're engaging with staff and communicating. So it's a great opportunity to, to share that information, meet, meet somebody new, you know, here's some new ideas and whatnot. So that happens every month within our membership. And then in addition to that, we bring in an industry expert to speak on various topics around running a better taproom business. And as you had mentioned earlier, Andrew, the, the last expert we had was on loyalty programs and really he had a nice process, you know, kind of a six-step process to think about, you know, how, how to, how to, kind of supercharge your loyalty programs. Cause you know, we all know, yeah, I have a loyalty, but there's, there's things that you can do to really give yourself uh, a better chance for success in those regards. So industry experts, monthly masterminds, plus all of our course content that we have that's, that's available. And we're going to hold you all accountable for staying on top of these metrics and being the best you can be because we want to see you have the most successful tap room possible. That's right. So thanks everybody for listening and check out the 12 month uh, metrics, the ways that you can motivate your staff and measure those most important things. And if you decide to join us in the Taproom Success membership, we look forward to seeing you there. Happy New Year, everybody. See you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening and being an important part of our community. Please hit the subscribe button to stay on top of more sessions that can help you grow as a craft beer professional. And join us for more conversations in our community on Facebook. We appreciate you. Cheers.